You're about to listen to the Complete Developer Podcast, the podcast by coders and for coders about all aspects of life as a developer. I'm Will, the curmudgeonly experienced developer. And I'm Beach, the optimistic newbie developer. Welcome to the Complete Developer Podcast. Uh, this is a self-published podcast by developers, not media people. Uh, we're geeks enjoying the learning process. Um, that said, it is a learning process. So this uh, first episode may be um, maybe some interesting technical problems and all of that fun. But uh, we hope you enjoy it. We've enjoyed making it for you. This right here is our episode zero. Uh, we call it our Hello World episode. We're cutting our teeth with this one, uh, not only with hosting a podcast, but also with recording and mastering the audio. For this one, uh, this particular episode, we use a question and answer format uh, kind of helped us develop our recording process and uh, gives you guys, the listeners, insight into our background and kind of what uh, Will and I do and where we came to this process. Is episode zero like patient zero? Yes. Oh, excellent. Will, why don't we get started with you? What was your first experience with computers? Well, I think it started uh, probably when I was pretty small. My dad had some kind of Really, really ancient system. I think it actually might have been a TRS-80. I know that we had to do a little bit of programming on it. There's some games and stuff on there. Don't really remember what it was, what it actually was. I do remember getting in trouble for putting uh, pennies through the uh, open slots on the side, like the ventilation slots. How old were you? Oh, probably three, four. So it might well have been a TRS-80 because you know that would have been about the right time. Because I think they already had it at that point. And then I dealt with computers at various points through school. I think like everybody else, I played Oregon Trail and died of uh, dysentery regularly on that game. Hey, I was pretty good at that game. Uh, well, congratulations. I still play it. Congratulations. I don't know what to say <laughs> about that. All right, let's move on to the next question. Why did you pick software and computers as a career? I didn't. I mean, I did some, I did some programming in junior high and high school messing around with Access and uh, Access VBA, and then went from there to messing with Visual Basic. A whole lot of that, crud, I started with Visual Basic with uh, VB4. I think I actually remember VB4. Yeah, it was, it was nice. You know, you could build something, and it was quick. It was harder for building big things. So I started with that, ended up going to, to Lipscomb for college. Initially, I was going to be a biology major. I was kind of dual majoring. I did have some interest in biologically inspired computing. Plus, I kind of a little bit of an intuition that computers would be a, a bigger thing uh, in, in regards to biology. And when I got to college, um, that, that didn't really work very well. And the reason it didn't is because uh, biology majors and computer science majors have hours at the opposite ends of the day. Your uh, biology people love getting up and being in class at 7 o'clock in the morning for organic chemistry. And your computer science people don't roll in until about, oh, 10.30 in the morning, and then they stay up till 2. And you obviously can't really live both lives. You're either going to miss uh, one or the other. So it became very clear uh, probably about halfway through my freshman year, really, that uh, the biology stuff was just not going to not going to cut it for me. I was, uh, I was getting a lot further with computers. Uh, I had already you know, I'd gotten a job like a month and a half after school started with Computer Center. Um, by the end of freshman year, I had a job off campus uh, doing a little bit of software development. 
mostly a lot of uh, loading, you know, big tapes. That was before I met you. Yeah, that was way back in the day. Um, so yeah, I, it was it was very clear to me uh, which direction was the most appropriate. I, I'm still very interested in biology and biologically inspired computing algorithms. However, that's not my day job. Next question: What was the first app you ever wrote? Yeah, I did a lot of crap with logo and stuff way back there. I'm sure, like everybody else, I wrote lots of batch files. I did, you know, I did little macros and things in uh, Access VBA. Fairly early on, I, I remember uh, writing a little app at, at my dad's office to allow him to click a button on his machine, and on my uncle's machine, it would it would take a screen cap and flip it upside down and pop up with an upside down message box that I had rigged um, and said, Windows has detected that your video card was installed upside down. Please contact the manufacturer. <laughs> so I guess that was really the first really useful app. That was pretty early on. I think that was probably junior year of high school for that one. So I mean, I already had a couple, couple three years of experience, but none of them were really full apps. So it was a lot of little utility stuff and forms and access that just were enhanced by VBA and that sort of thing. Uh, your your typical Hello World style programs, I bet. I know I wrote a lot of those learning. Yeah, I did some of those kind of things. I mean, I, I think I probably like made like a little text editor or something. You know, that was the rage with VB was just mm-hmm. to show all the crap you could do with it. And that, that, was, that seemed like that was a canonical example. So I'm sure I did that. Actually, I know I did it. I can still visualize the VB5 book that I had. It showed me exactly how to do all that. Now that you're in uh, development as a career, what do you hope to accomplish with it? I hope to eventually have my own app or apps or products, depending on how things work out. Be self-employed you know, fully, you know, where I don't really answer to anybody other than customers. I kind of have that now. I am self-employed. I do contract web development. Still have to go into an office fairly frequently, but it's not that bad. I have a little bit more flexibility with my work arrangements. So this, you know, that was my goal probably five years ago was to get where I had that. I'm kind of working in the direction of building my own products, and I'm hoping to eventually get there because I, I really want to have an entrepreneurial streak that I need to nourish as well, in addition to my software development streak. Oh well, uh, speaking of streaking. Uh, what are uh, some of your other hobbies outside of programming? Well, uh, not streaking. That's an expensive hobby, what with you know, the defense attorneys and all that. So I don't do that. Uh, I get into a number of things. Of course, like every every good computer nerd, I play a fair number of computer games. I play EVE Online fairly often, have for quite a few years. Yeah, I feel like I play it as much as you talk about it. Yeah, well, maybe you should. Another thing I uh, have done since I was very young is martial arts of I've been involved in one form of martial art or another with some gaps in there since I was seven years old. I guess you're well aware of since you and I used to pound on each other fairly often. (laughs) That's how we used to settle our arguments, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you know, that was just something for roommates to do together, you know, beat the crap out of each other together, build build a little camaraderie. In addition to that, I also uh, make my own wine, kind of a fun hobby, which you're also aware of. If you're recording this, you're sitting about five feet from my new wine cabinet that I just got last week. Uh, it's really nice, and uh, when we get to my section, uh, one of my hobbies is drinking the wine you make. Yeah, well, you know, 
<laughs> we all got to have our, our uh, life skills. I think, you know, as far as other hobbies, I mean, I do a lot of things. I do, you know, I fish, I hunt, I play golf when I get a chance to. That doesn't happen a whole lot. You play golf? Yeah. I got a, got a nice set of clubs. My grandfather uh, left to me. I mean, I, it's rare. I'm lucky if it's once a year, and I'm horrendous at it. But it's, it, that's why I call it a hobby instead of a profession, because you can suck at it. I don't know, man. If I have to play once a year, that that's torture. Maybe you just uh, need to play with more beer in your system. Might help. Yeah, I get into a lot of different things. Like I lift weights regularly. You know, increasingly a fanatic at that. I've done some old-time strongman stuff. I, I'm just all over the map. Oh, I enjoy cooking. If you looked at my figure from the side, you could tell I eat. So yeah, that's. I guess that's pretty much the extent of it. All right, sounds good. So I guess we'll switch over to Beach. That's we're just kind of trying to level set here and tell about ourselves. How'd you get started with computers? Let's see. The first computer that I ever worked on was in fourth grade. I remember doing DOS prompts to play Oregon Trail. First home computer, my dad traded a shed to a friend of the family who owned his own company building computers. He built him a shed or... We owned a shed, but where we moved to, we couldn't have it at the the new house. So we had to get rid of a shed. He needed a shed. Dad wanted a computer. So I got my start in actual programming computers in high school. It took actually three years of programming in high school. We started off with... So you had actual classes? Yes. Wow, I didn't. <laughs> well, I really wouldn't call them classes, they were official classes. I started off with QBasic mm, first year. Second year was Turbo Pascal. And then my senior year of high school, they switched it up. And so instead of QBasic and Turbo Pascal, they were teaching VB and C++. Having gone through all the other classes, the small group, three of us, that were wanting to take another programming language... We're given the option, and uh, we picked C++. I don't, I don't know that our high school, I think they may have had some kind of programming class. I, I was actually on homebound, so I, mm-hmm. a pretty good chunk of high school. I didn't really mention that in the, the interview questions, but I basically missed most of high school. I was, I was, I was remote. It's like a remote worker, so, so, so that's pretty neat. I didn't, well, of course, you were actually closer to a big city, too, so. Yeah, I a lot closer. Yeah. So why did you uh why did you decide that computers would be a career instead of a hobby? And this happened recently because you're you know, yeah, you've, you've been doing other here. things. And by, by the way, for the listeners, I'm 35 years old. This is Will, and BJ is 34. Four. Yes. Yes. So there's not like I'm the curmudgeonly old developer, and he's the the young developer, and there's an age, a year of uh, difference in age. Uh, um, still works. Let's see. I got into computers as a career really based on the suggestion of a few friends, including yourself. I went to college. I went to Lipscomb as well. That's actually where Will and I met. I start, also started off as a biology major uh, wanting to do pre-med and then moved to psychology because, well, it was fascinating, to be honest, and the women were hotter. I mean, that's... Definitely not a reason to switch to computer science in most places. But <laughs> Anyways, graduated with a degree in uh, in psychology, went on to uh, 
graduate school for a master's in psychology. While in grad school working at a psychiatric hospital, I got to talking to some of the physicians. They told me that a few bad grades in chemistry weren't going to prevent me from med school, and I should give it a go, which is something I'd always wanted to do, so I did. Spent the last, well, up until last year, uh, last three, four years in med school. That was an interesting experience. I have an insatiable curiosity, and uh, med school satiated it for the time being. <laughs> Went through a pretty, not to say rough divorce, but... It was pretty rough. It was rough on me emotionally. Ended up taking some time off from school and decided I was a lot happier not being in med school. And I didn't want to be a doctor, knowing what they really do, instead of the idealized version I had in my head. You mean you can't prance around like house and be like hateful to people and just be okay? It doesn't work that way? Not really anymore, no. <laughs> Bummer. That and gone are the days of uh, physician-owned practices as well. Okay, sorry to me to derail. You went to med school to be an osteopath, mm -hmm. and then you decided that didn't work out. I moved back here to Tennessee and got to talking to my friends because I needed to find a job. You were the one that pointed it out to me that I had really enjoyed programming when we first met and was actually not too bad at it. So I started looking into it, and the more I looked into it, the more I enjoyed. And that's where I'm at now. What was the first app you wrote? Well, let's see, this would be back in high school, I suppose. There was a Q-Basic game. Uh, it was basically a snakes game called Nibbles. Some friends of mine and I got the source code for that and rewrote it. So I guess I didn't really write that, but put a lot of work into it. We had a little fun with it. We made it so that the the speed could go from 1 to 100 instead of 1 to 10. And then we would bet people that we couldn't play the regular game at speed 50 after hacking that game and would always get money out of them. <laughs> There's always a scam. <laughs> well, you know, we had a little fun with it. We, uh, we changed the colors, background color and the, the snake color to, uh, to flesh tones. And with a name like Nibbles, you can assume what we renamed the game. I can think of several distinct possibilities that <laughs> might be rather interesting. Uh, we were 14 at the time, so... I can only imagine you as a 14-year-old. That's probably at least as bad as me being a 14-year-old. So, uh, what do you hope to do with your career software development? What's your, what's your end game? Being here in Nashville, which has a lot of hospitals and a lot of medical community, would like to get into medical programming. Kind of combining two areas of interest that I have. Medicine has its own language, kind of like programming does. And that's a language I already speak. And from talking to quite a few people, not very many developers are interested in that area. So it's an open market for people that actually already know the medical terminology. Now, when you say medical programming, uh, what do you mean? Do you mean data tracking and uh, fighting with HIPAA, or do you mean you know, building devices? What sort of thing are you shooting for there? Well, originally, it was just data tracking and fighting with HIPAA until I started getting into the whole IoT thing, in which case now I'm starting to get interested in working on medical devices just because it's a lot of fun. I, I'll get into that in uh, the, our first IoTs section. So uh, what uh, other hobbies do you have? 
I got divorced about a year ago, so I suppose... So divorce is a hobby? No, dating is a hobby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gotta let me finish the sentence, dude. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I pretty much... Isn't divorce finishing the sentence? Free man, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like cheating death. So, okay. So, back to circling other, back around. Other hobbies. hobbies. I really enjoy riding my motorcycle. I like tinkering with things. I've got a Raspberry Pi, an Arduino, and a couple of different kits to mess around with those. I play Xbox a lot, probably more than I should, more than I used to at least. Four years of med school, you kind of miss out on a lot of things, so I'm catching up on games that came out while I was in school. That and Minecraft is addicting. Never played it. I've heard enough about it, though. I don't think I um, really want to. Because that's uh, I, I've got enough video game addictions myself. With well, Eve Online is pretty good at eating a whole lot of my time. Well, see, I also like to fish, and the few times I've been hunting, I really enjoyed it and would like to do more. I like target shooting. Something I'd like to get into is competitive target shooting, but just haven't had the time to do that or the finances. That's an expensive hobby to have. Yeah, that's why I don't have that one. I mean, I know one of your hobbies is drinking some of the wine that I make. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess, pretty much I, see, I wasn't, I wasn't going to count that. this as a hobby because I haven't gotten that deep enough into it to know if I like it. Drink professionally. <laughs> there are people that do that. I suppose. Don't have the palate for it. Uh, um, no problem. I'm interested in, in beer making, brewing, and I've got the stuff to do it and have done, made one batch but I uh, haven't done enough to call it a hobby yet. Well, and you, you do martial arts as well. You have. Oh, yeah, I did. You got me into that. I yeah. haven't done that in years, though, so I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I know. It's been a while since we've beaten the crap out of each other in the backyard. We hope you've enjoyed listening to us uh, ramble on and on about ourselves. Our true first episode will be about how to talk tech to non-developers. And that episode, by the way, is coming up concurrent with this one we may not quite have everything down but we're getting there so please uh, bear with us if there's any interesting audio problems because lord knows they're probably coming yeah our production might suck but our content is great and you guys will enjoy it if you have a question or comment for us please email us at neckbeards at completedeveloperpodcast.com our theme music is an excerpt from Stand By for Titanfall by Pure Bells, available on SoundCloud and licensed under Creative Commons. The intro music for IOTs is OMFG Hello by Argo Fox and is also licensed under Creative Commons and available on SoundCloud. For references, show notes, and to sign up to our email list, be sure and check out the website at www.completedeveloperpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at CompleteDevPod and like our page on Facebook to keep up with news about the show. Thanks for listening. See you next time.